Welcome everybody to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast. Uh, it is episode number 34. We are live. We have an aircraft in the background. Hopefully it doesn't take off too much tonight. Uh, I am Wilco's Chill Zone, uh, or Wilco, and I've got Mr. Buttersocks with me. Hello. Say hello, Josh. Hello. And we have the beautiful, lovely tones of Sage with us tonight from many, many places, but explain to us, Sage. Oh, welcome anyway. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, greetings, gentlemen. No problems at all. Now, explain to our listeners where they would know your lovely tones from. <laughs> I am a uh, full-time Twitch streamer, content creator. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. That sums me that's up. It? I play some music from time to time, but yeah, you probably heard of me. You just released an actual song, I believe. I did. I'm working on a, uh, a brand new album in 2018. It's going to be a nine-track album, and I just released the first song off of it. Really excited about it. Congratulations. Yeah. Nice. Where can people go to listen to that song or get that song? Uh, you can find it on uh, YouTube. I'm going to be posting the rest of the music there. Excellent. And uh, that is just your YouTube account, as as it says below your name right there on the screen? Yep, that's correct. Someone's going to get me to pronounce that tonight, and I'm not going to be able to do it. So <laughs> Just say it is fine. Yeah, I know it's all good. Um, so, and you're, I hear you most of the time either on your Twitch or on Bombshell Jackets, uh, which is up to episode number eighty something now. Is that where? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we just had episode eighty. Yeah, well done. And Crazy. you replaced the lovely lady um, who's who's vanished from the face of the earth now, uh, but you are the third host with Tinks and Remy. So, welcome from that area. But you do another podcast as well. You're a crazy man like me doing multiple podcasts. What's the last one that you do? Uh, the other podcast I do is kind of a, a project of love with um, one of my oldest friends. So when I originally moved down to Florida, I met him at work. And um, we both discovered that we had a genuine, deep-seated love for gaming. So we talk about uh, our love for gaming and uh, reminisce about those good old gaming days of yore nice. on a podcast called My Life in Games. Nice. I'm nice. going to have to hunt that one down and listen to that now. Um, so speaking of the old days of games, what did you grow up playing? What was your machine of choice? Uh, my very first system was the Sega Master Ooh. System. Nice. And... Uh, yeah, I was a Sega kid. All the rest of my friends and family, they had Nintendo. Uh, bless them. And you were the cool uh, kid. I was over here like, yeah, well, <laughs> they didn't see it that way, but I did. Um, wouldn't trade those good old Sega days for anything. But I was a Sega kid, and that stayed with Sega until uh, Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Nice. Until the end of it. eventually converted to Xbox. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You are an Xbox player, aren't you? I keep on forgetting that. I forget Xbox exists sometimes. I'm, I'm, I apologize for that in advance. Um, <laughs> so I guess the main reason we've also got you on is you are a Ubisoft star player, and that means you've got a very exciting week ahead. Uh, probably one of the most exciting weeks for any division content creator in history at the moment, I guess. Uh, you're going to be at E3, and you're going to see the unveiling of a little game called The Division 2. So we're talking before the podcast. How excited really are you for this week coming up? 
it's a it's a deep seated excitement for me. Uh, I won't go into a long, <laughs> lengthy explanation as to why, but uh, the Division community means a lot to me. I've been playing Division since beta, and uh, started as just a uh, fanboy with a dream, and it wasn't necessarily to create content for the Division or. Um, or anything like that. It was just to be a part of a community for a game that I really loved. And uh, it started a couple of years ago and, and to reminisce now and think back on that journey to becoming um, an Ubisoft star player is, uh, it's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love and I'm so excited and scared to death all at the same time. It's wonderful. <laughs> oh, that's great. You are going to meet some absolutely amazing people as well next week. I'm so jealous of you. Don't get me started how jealous I am. We've had Ubisoft star player after star player on the last few episodes and I'm just like, yeah, cool. Congratulations. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm not jealous. Gonna... <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. Um, so where did the humble beginnings of your Twitch and content creating career start? Was it The Division or did you dabble before the division uh, I dabbled before the division I streamed a bit to quite a bit of Star Wars the Old Republic and um, oh. uh, being a big Star Wars fan MMORPGs I started with World of Warcraft and uh, just really liked Star Wars the Old Republic the uh, the community was really great they're a very supportive community but um, as time wore on Star Wars the Old Republic kind of um, faded into the background as far as the games that I normally played and I come back from time to time to play the DLC but um, I think at the time I was looking for a new game that would be my number one yep because I, when I'm in a game I'm in it like I play other games from time to time but there's always that one main game that I will drop you know thousands of hours into and yep. the division came along and uh, started off in a, a really cool little community for uh, the division and from there it was it was really history you got in with the the right folks and uh, met other content creators and streamers and uh, it was something that I wanted to restart with division because the community was just so awesome yep and you've ridden the whole way from 1.0 through to 1.81 closing on 1.82 I have. You didn't all the way at any stage. You're a, you're a strong man. I like that. That's good. <laughs> um, shout out to the community that that you brought you under their wing. Was it you're with a, uh, DZR from what my understanding is originally? Yeah, Dark Zone Report. Yes. Yeah, I was under the tender loving care of Mister Binary Numb. Yes. Who for some reason. <laughs> Saw yeah. something in me early on and cultivated that. I think that. he heard and, something uh, in so you. So I got a lot of love for that guy. Uh, that the voices, it's just amazing. You can you can talk all night. But no, I don't <laughs> mind. Um, we've actually had binary on the on the podcast, so um, we're getting a few DZ, DZR yes. guys in there. So I think McDad's influence, obviously. Oh. So shout out to the lovely McDad who gets us all these star players. Um, you're really good. There we go, straight from McDad. Um, so. I, I don't want to talk about the Division Two just yet. I want to. I want to hear more about this music. What type of music that you uh, is this album that you're bringing out? Uh, that's a really good question. I've never been able to categorize the kind of music that I make, but it's a uh, it's acoustic music. Uh, I, when I was younger, I used to call it a, a melancholy type of uh, acoustic-y folk kind of sound. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, but this is uh, this particular album is going to be just a a conglomeration of songs that I've written that are, are really important to me over the past 10 years. So if you listen to this album, you're really getting a taste of where I was a long time ago and where I am now. Um, and I've not done something like this when this entire album is dedicated to the wife. And um, yep. uh, I've not done something quite like this before, but I'm, I'm genuinely and wholeheartedly invested in it uh, like no other bunch of music that I put together before so it's I'm really excited to do this oh, it sounds great it's good to be passionate about you're obviously passionate about the division and the community and also it sounds like your music as well so you, you're winning hashtag winning at life it's good to hear. <laughs> um, so we'll move on to the, these two other people that you share a podcast with as well that's about the division what's it like teaming up with two crazy people like Tinks and Remy it's an absolute joy and it's it's never boring they no, are i can understand that <laughs> they are so much fun to do a podcast with and it was it was a really again you know i, I don't hey I don't, I don't think much of myself i you know i remember being asked if i wanted to join and i'm like mouth agape drooling on myself <laughs> because I'm talking to Rimpency and like Tinks and DMs and, uh, you know, I've been listening to their podcast forever and well, I still fanboy out, to be honest with you. They're just genuinely great people. Uh, when I got to meet the, the people behind the podcast and get to know them personally, they, they very quickly turned into some of my very best friends. Yep. And uh, that doesn't happen very quickly for me. And for me to say that, I, I mean it in, in the most uh, genuine term of friend that you can use. They're yep. great people. That's excellent. And you, you'll be catching up with them, obviously, next week. That's going to be a little bit of a um, lock up everyone. Be careful. Oh, man. <laughs> hugs around. There's going to be tons of hugs. Uh, I hear Tinks does get very huggy, too, when she's had a few drinks. So uh, Uber Timmy, I told him <laughs> to get it, get in there and give her a hug for me as well. So please please make sure he does that in, in the... The big Ubisoft party that they Absolutely. have on the oh, is it Wednesday night? You've got your party on. I believe it is Wednesday night. Yeah. Yes. Very jealous. It's all good. Um, so, what is the plan for next week? Are you? When do you fly out? When do you start getting things ready? Uh, I fly out early in the morning. I'm going to have a layover in the ATL. Uh, so I'll be in Atlanta for about an hour and a half after leaving uh, the Miami area here in Florida. Yep. And uh, should be in to California by early afternoon, uh, 1.30 to 2.30-ish, it looks like. And then from there, I don't know. Just... It seems like um, there's quite a few of the other star players that are they're going to be coming later in the afternoon, yep. if not evening. So I might be alone for a little bit. <laughs> nice. Now... Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. You'll work it out. I'm... You'll, you'll definitely work it out. So Ubisoft press conference, you're going to be in in the in the center for that one, have you been told? I don't know anything about uh, seating or uh, where they're going to be putting this up. Judging by the video that I saw of uh, the Ubisoft uh, conference last year and the placement of the players, it, it did seem that at one time they were behind the uh, CEO and co-founder on the stage. Yes. So I'm... Uh, and they got to meet him. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. You're so, <laughs> going to have a very big week then, aren't you? Yeah, um, yeah. I almost wish that I hadn't seen that. 
<laughs> so we need to, Butters, we need to get um, Sage to do us a favor. So when they announce Splinter Cell, can you put a banner up in the back then and to say Wilco was right all along? That'd be Absolutely. Great. Yes. <laughs> um, now, obviously, Ubisoft's going to have a fair view big things coming uh the vision 2 is going to be one of them do you think we'll get another tom clancy title in the way of splinter cell are you with me on that you know it feels right i hadn't really considered it before but uh now that you say that i wouldn't be surprised excellent it feels right we've got another converted person mm -hmm. I, like it. I like it yeah um so we do cover tom clancy as a whole, we know you're a big division player. You've just bought Siege, but do you, do you dabble in any of the other Tom Clancy games out there? Ghost Recon, or what's the other one we do? Oh, Splinter Cell, we just talked about it. <laughs> um, Ghost Recon, absolutely. Uh, Far Cry, absolutely. Uh, like I said, yeah, it, it did get uh, Rainbow Six Siege, and then I got distracted by playing another game with, uh, with the wife the past couple of weeks here, but uh, definitely going to get yes. some rainbow six sage in at some point but uh, <laughs> um, yeah so big, that on big pc fan. on pc yeah i'm trying to convert ah, everything to pc at this point i've been meaning on xbox for man. 10 years <laughs> but i'm trying Thank to move you. to pc well they're pretty much the same thing these days i just wish they'd do cross save cross account things that'd be awesome um so we can play Splinter, uh, not Splinter, we got, well, got Splinter Cell on the mind, it's so close. Um, we can play Siege together because <laughs> Joshi knows what he's doing and he carries me along, so we can definitely play Yes, together. I am very <laughs> okay at the game. <laughs> get, a, get, get the backpack to carry both of us. You know, That's like it. Like a double backpack for twins. I've seen it. It's been <laughs> done before. Huge. He has the sound effect for the MVP sound whenever he gets MVP, and he just gets sick of playing it, uh, pressing it, because it happens all the time. So uh, he's a bit of a special mm. man. Now, oh. what what do you expect? <laughs> Let's get on to the real stuff. What do you expect to happen next week for The Division 2? Are we going to get a little teaser trailer? I was talking uh, with Dead Puppet Socket. Oh, my God, I'm having a bad night. Uh, on Twitter today. <laughs> um, about whether they're going to drop a teaser trailer beforehand, like everyone seems to be doing at the moment, or we're just going to be press conference, we're going to see everything right there and then first time. Mm, my feeling is, I feel in this case that they've, they've said what they mean. If they've, you know, they've, you watch the Division stream and it says uh, no news until E3 uh, at the top. <laughs> like it's been so bad. I feel like they're <laughs> probably pretty adamant about it staying until E3 because the, the hype is real right now. It is. Uh, uh, I think they're going to save all of that, all of that Kool Aid for <laughs> for E3 itself. So where are you expecting us to be fighting off bad people? That's the big question. Oh, there's been a lot of talk about that, hasn't oh, there? Huge man. <laughs> uh, I, I can I can say what I would like to see is um, uh, a cap on the story in New York. Um, yep. Uh, if that's the prologue of Division Two. Yep. I think that would be fantastic. And then for some reason, you have to leave New York to do something somewhere else. And, uh, you know, we've talked about this several times. The, 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 the conversation around Washington, D.C. has popped up, uh, Chicago, uh, some California, and uh, even some other countries. I was trying to rack my head a little bit of where 
uh, somebody like Aaron Keener might want to go or what was possible. What's the least likely place would be a neutral country. So maybe New Division Switzerland. I have, New Zealand. New Zealand. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think the I think it's really open to them. But if they wanted to do a, a multiple location um, kind of level set that they could do that with the division at this point, I, I think it's been hinted at enough that there's more going on um, as far as the lore is concerned that's that's not contained to the United yep. States. So if they wanted to do more outside of the countries and take advantage of that, they absolutely I, I theorize that that's where Hamish has been all this time. He's actually been scoping out places in New Zealand back home, trying to get some um, locals <laughs> for the, the game. So, But we'll see. Now, I've actually had... I've been talking for the last well, month about this president being dead or something happened to the president, and no one could confirm it. Yeah. Um, we finally had it confirmed on Twitter today from Dead Socket, Dead Sock Puppet, Oh, it was? Uh, yeah, he just finished the New York collapse a couple of days ago, and April makes multiple mentions about the president. If I remember right, the last info has the president is dead, uh, and they haven't been able to confirm that anywhere else, though. Um, so he's talking about president and vice president are uh, out of action. So that could be that whole Washington thing is that feeds into that big mm. time, I guess. So um it's good to know that wasn't just I, a fever dream that you had either <laughs> i've been going crazy because i'm like i'm sure i've heard that somewhere but i just can't be able to confirm it um so sage what's your dream for the division two what 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 do you want to make it and what do you want to like what new stuff could you possibly chuck in there uh, i think next level for me uh, for a division is is building on on what already exists um already exists you have to forgive me, gentlemen. It is 6.25 a.m. here this morning. I'm still waking <laughs> That's up. That's okay. <laughs> have you had your coffee yet or not? I have leaving not. leaving up for stream? No, I, oh, think, no. I, yeah, I think afterwards I'm going to go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be honest. Um, uh, building on what is already there is, is my hope and dream. Um, there's great opportunity to make storyline more complex, to make... Um, uh, the PVE more complex uh, and hopefully do more with in-game content around uh, uh, PVE rate systems and uh, complex environments um, and um, and build on the incentive that we have in PVP. Uh, that is really important to me as far as storyline is concerned to have a reason to be PVPing and for those choices mm. that you make in PVP to matter. And I'm, I'm kind of hearkening back to Bioware's Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2 choices matter and they affect storyline um, and I would love to see them take that next level in PvP with shade agents versus rogues yep. and you know add in you know, some type of faction and your decisions or joining them or not joining them continue to matter um, so it, building on what is already there I, I don't see how it couldn't be a success that's it they're going to be great the only thing that's in the back of my mind at the moment it's only happened in the last couple of days is obviously it's always been the division and destiny it's been the two big games of service shooters looter shooters type of things in the same space um if you talk to remy diablo 3 as well um but you've got rage 2's just been announced which seems to be from all the words they're saying is like an online persistent shooter um, probably a lot of loot driven and then this we've had this fallout 76 announced today which seems to be like a survival slash online slash shooter as well do you see the market getting fairly saturated in the future and division two should be able to hold it off hopefully sage is that where you're, where you're heading with it? i i think so let's uh the the royale <laughs> pains are are pretty painful for me right now um 
And uh, it's only a matter of time before that bubble bursts, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. You look back at uh, COD, um, first-person shooter, fast-paced style games. We've had that for a long time. There's been a, a, a subtle drop-off with Call of Duty um, for a long time. And then we've got this explosion of people that love Battle Royale games and um, and now the survival type of thing, uh, competitive, big maps, lots and lots of people. And that's great, but I, I think Division is going to have a head up for gamers that are a bit more discerning in the storyline department, and it's not enough for them to just be incentivized to compete. Um, the hu human capacity for us to compete, and then you get at the end of your into your screen this is how well you did and you killed this many people and this is your kill death ratio and all of that's fine and everything but i really like being bought into my character and i think that's that's an area where the division can ex not only expand on but excel at and uh and their pvp will continue to be relevant people will still want to play it because it's there's more to it than just yeah definitely a kd what I'd, I'd love to see just like you said a bit more complexity but i want to see an explosion in like the skills and and the different um, stats on on weapons and different types of gear. I just want to see them go tenfold, twentyfold, just not just a little increase. I'd love to see them just go really complex, so we can make some really strange builds. Because I love strange builds. I don't like metas, but I'm, I'm obviously I, I don't get a say in that. Um, have you been doing the Rogues Twenty Nine Club that everyone started to do with the PvP? I have. How do you find it? It's it's a ton of fun, you know. I, <laughs> yep. I think this is, um, you know, Rogue Twenty Nine had been around for a while, and it's great to see it come back again. And uh, especially now that you've got the the meta of Predator, Nomad, and Striker, and um, yeah, you know, it it doesn't leave you much room unless you're running one of those three things. I'm a huge Firecrest fan, and I built a Firecrest PvP build. Guess what? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nope. Still that good. So this is nice. You know, I think that going back to the high end or your hexo builds is really cool because you can you can take advantage of those uh, sweet high end, uh, you know, like specialized and increase your your skill power yep. by 200 percent at a lower level. You can really customize your build more how you want it. And, you know, one one shot uh, BFB and seeker mines are back and you can do that in, in Rogue oh, 29, which is heaven. Really cool. You're speaking uh, my language. <laughs> right uh so you can specialize into skill power again and it and it means something whereas you know going in with a six-piece tack is in, yeah. in dark zone it yeah it's a little Doesn't dangerous work. you know it's it's not gonna work so the customizability is there i think that's what people i yeah. think that's what people want that it, diversity again it's that's the whole part, point i liked of going from zero to 30 in fact was just hey this bit i can use this let's let's get the stats going the direction i want um, but before 1.1 hit, I had a really enjoyable build that was skill power based. Uh, and then obviously skill sets hit in 1.1, incursions hit, banged my head against the wall for a while. And yeah, um, the rest is now history. But I, I'm keen. I just need some time to get a level, a character up to level 29 and enjoy the Dark Zone again. Um, what do you think they could change with the Dark Zone going into Division 2? Obviously, there will be a Dark Zone because that's um... like the thing about the Division. That stands it out from the crowd. I think, I think the the most important thing that they could do um, is take a, a note from the resurgence of Rogue Twenty Nine. Rogue Twenty Nine coming back, especially now with one point eight point one and then point uh, two on the horizon here in June. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of people that are are tired of dealing with the meta and they want a choice. 
And having that choice is really important to them so much that they're yeah. willing to grind through the whole storyline again and even uh, make sure that their boo is upgraded uh, well before they're, they're 30. You can, up, you can get that fully upgraded around 26. Yep. Um, but I think that's all to highlight that uh, game modes could be p- potentially important in, uh, in the Dark Zone or, or a specialized playlist, a, a, a choice for private matches or public matches, whatever the case may be, to where you can Ooh. choose what builds are going to be uh, accessible in this particular playlist and what aren't. So people aren't going back and you know grinding yep. <laughs> so they could do something that's technically not actually <laughs> meant to be happening in the game, you know. <clears throat> so uh, no. I think people want choice. I think from the start though, the Divi- the division community has been good about doing what oh, they're yeah. not supposed to be doing, and um, I've, I've enjoyed <laughs> that about it. <laughs> I still remember getting out of a map in back before one point one. Actually, no, after one point one, getting out of a map so I could destroy a armored tank that took too long to destroy with, with sticky bombs. But anyway, I didn't do that. Massive, don't ban me. It didn't happen. Um, but what are you most excited about? Like the finding out the location, finding out what part of the story or just like new mechanics? What are you most excited the, about seeing? expanded see? story. Uh, one, the biggest yep. thing for me, as you could probably tell, is storyline and being invested in my character. Division had just enough of it f- yep. for um, to have kind of a strange effect because it, you get done reading all of the lore, and I was the guy that was collecting all the cell phones and everything new that came into the underground and the the urbex, you know, photos and. Uh, digging into the book and all of that. But it still wasn't enough when you compare it to other, say, MMORPGs or RPGs in general, Mm -hmm. such as maybe Witcher 3. um, It's it's lacking in the storyline department. Um, And you would think that that would be discouraging for many who were fans of The Division, but it actually had the opposite effect. (laughs) And uh, there was just enough there to continue to whet your appetite and to theorize about what could be. So uh, seeing some addition to the storyline and substantial additions to the storyline is probably what I'm most excited about because I'm emotionally invested in the Division universe. Yeah. See, I think I was thinking about it today and I'm like, I just want NPCs out there in the actual world that we're exploring, like rather than having to go back to a a base, like, like you said, with MMOs where you can be wandering along and then they're not just a civilian, but this is, you know, a JTF officer comes up to you and says, hey, over here, something's happening. Can you come with me? Like, that would be the next evolution for me, I think. Yeah. Um, Josh, if you, what, what's going what's gonna to suck you right back into the division? Because you never actually finished the storyline, from my understanding, still. No, no, I'm still still meaning to get, get back in and finish off the story. Um, although everyone consistently tells me when I say that, story's not important, but... You know, I want to know. I want to get my character through what has happened. I don't want to just get to level thirty and be like, okay, I can do all the things and still not know who Keener is and all that sort of stuff. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, I I'm not entirely sure what it was during 1.0 that saw me drop away from the division. Maybe it was just too much going on and there was other games that were there and all that sort of stuff and the story wasn't as compelling to me at the beginning um i don't know 
I, I will definitely be getting Division 2 and having a look at it. I'll make sure you get so, it. Don't worry about that. We're playing together. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I don't even know why I didn't <sighs> play it. Maybe... Do you know the best thing? I got nothing. In a, in ten days, we're going to know what's where it is, what's happening with it, everything, and it's going to be. Are you of the firm belief, like we're told, it's coming out in the fiscal year? Are you looking at March? Say, do you reckon it'll be early March, like it always does? All the Tom Clancy games tend to come out. Yeah, after seeing that timeline, that does feel about right. You know, no later than April. Um, yeah, March would just be. That would be it. I don't well, that's guess. the third year anniversary is march 5th i think it is which is then mm-hmm. ghost recon second year anniversary which is it's they just say and they did far cry last year in march as well so they love that early march ubisoft so i'd be shocked if it's anything other than that so oh not long to wait not long to wait at all i'm excited mm-hmm. um i imagine they'd want to I do get... that as well <laughs> considering the anthem release coming up uh, I, I i feel like they would want a little bit of a leg up if they can get it that's it, because Anthem is supposed to be before yeah. the end of fiscal year as well, which puts it dead smack in the middle of March as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, and I think Rage Two will probably be about May. So, lots of stuff happening early. Um, McDad's saying September. He's sticking firm that it's going to be a September release. I think he's on drugs, but anyway, I mean, that- they did drop mm-hmm. Siege in December, so yeah but siege was bad yeah, then, when they dropped it in december it's only come good yeah so was so was division no division, division was, was bad good. When they dropped i still it. enjoyed that i still say the, the division <laughs> that first one to 30 that 1.0 period that first month was some of the best game play i've played in my life like that was good fun especially with mates i think i put 200 hours in that month and it was just so addictive it was just everything after that that sort of pushed me away by 1.3 um but yeah that 1.0 was good and that's why everyone's going back to road 29 because 1.0 was a good fun game and then gear sets happened mm. um and an incursion happened that was not a very good incursion and ah, that that's probably what it was that caused me to drop the division was i didn't get to that was 30. the hardest part and then and then all of a sudden, all this extra stuff started coming. I'm like, this is too much. Like, I, I'm, I'm not even able to play that's any of what this I, stuff yet. I was, that's the other thing. I really like games that let you just play together easily. Like, I've got four of my mates. We can play together mm. no matter what. There's no obstacles there. Divisions always had that, oh, I'm sorry, I'm level 30. If I try and play with you, you're going to get absolutely owned for about eight hours, and then you're going to be able to play with me. Um, unless you have players who are pretty close in skill level and gear level you just can't play together properly so i would like them to be able to find a fix for that in division two i don't know what it would be but that's that's my big dream for it as well but well they sort of had yeah. something in, we've talked about the division two yeah so they sort of had had the thing in wildlands where uh one person in the team could be playing on the the hardest difficulty but someone else could be playing on easy mm. and it, it's yep. easy for the person playing on easy but it is super difficult for the person playing on extreme so perhaps they'll somehow leverage something something like that in there whereas a level 30 can play with a level 12 and the level 30 is going to have the challenge of being the level 30 and then mm. the level 12 is going to have 12, the cha- challenge yeah. of being a level 12 yeah not outside oh of my the God, God, I got I these still... level 30 things and i'm level 12 <laughs> mm. yeah 
I still remember the first time I dropped in with my mates back in 1.0 and all of a sudden everyone had red cro- red skulls above their head and they panicked and screamed. And then I left and I went, oh no, it's fixed. There was one person left in the world before I left instance. So they were still level, I don't know, whatever it was, at least like 15 levels above them. And that guy hunted them around and just kept on killing them and kept on killing them. <laughs> and that was the end of it. They had to kill the game and come back in. Um, yeah, stuff like that shouldn't happen. But anyway, I digress. Um, let's actually talk about some other stuff besides the Division 2 because we'll know everything like next week and I can't wait. Um, Sage, we, we, we let Josh have a little bit of a talk on our podcast, okay? We, we, we do the news <laughs> and he gets to run the show because I talk too much. Um, so we talk about Rainbow Six for about five minutes. Everyone falls asleep and then um, we'll we, we probably move it to the end of the podcast soon, Josh, so it's the, the lead out. But... Um, Let's go into the news. There's always there's always so much Rainbow Six news. Though. I know there is. You, you go on about it. Stay and stay alert. Um, so what's happening in the world of Rainbow Six Siege, uh, or, or as everyone calls it, Rainbow Six Sage now? So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they've uh, put out three dev blogs since the last podcast. Uh, the first one is covering changes that are coming to scoring in uh, year three season two uh, so they're going through and upping the majority of uh, points that you earn from doing certain things within the game uh, there are there are a few that are dropping down because it's it's things that you just expect to have happen and whatnot so it's sort of goes along the line like it's bandit's job to deploy your shock wire so they've dropped uh, they've halved the score that you get for dropping the shock wire but in the uh, process of you dropping a shock wire and you destroy say someone's breaching charge on the other side of the wall uh they've upped that from 10 points to 30 points uh so there's a whole whole heap of things in there um so if it's utilizing your special ability they've dropped the score on that but if it's getting something uh to happen after you've you've uh, popped your ability, so uh, maybe with uh, Ash isn't actually on there. I was going to use her as a uh, an example. No, you um, using Ash? That's a shock. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but with uh, yeah, with with uh, Jaeger, so you don't get any points for putting down his ADS. But if you happen to destroy a gadget that's coming in yep. through the door, uh, you get a score for that. So they've they've got that. That's an extra thing. Yep. That you don't have to be killing it's not expected yeah. to happen yeah yeah uh the other changes that they've had is uh with or major change that they're doing with the the points is drone scanning um the first first scan and following scan events are removed mm-hmm. uh and anytime uh now it's whenever you id yep. an en- enemy uh you get a score that goes to the entire team so if you see uh, a Tachanka there, uh, everybody okay. gets 10 points. But you, you can still obviously scan with the drones and all that sort of stuff, but you don't get uh, the 10-point first scan, 5-point okay. subsequent scan. So I think that. that's always how you got MVP and you always dodged me up because you always did that stuff and I didn't. No, no, you, you, no you've been going no, and found out. It's all good. I would... <laughs> I, I, I don't, I, I don't uh, scan spam. Because yeah, sure, sure. it gets drones destroyed. I don't want to do that. Okay. So what else is happening? Uh, so they've also p- 
put out a dev blog on a new counter diffuser animation. Uh, so instead of you just belting it with the butt of your rifle, uh, you're going to pull out a special little Ooh, okay. doohickey that's going to jam the signal from the, the diffuser. Yep. Uh, and the last thing that they've put out is a dev blog on CPU usage. Uh, so they uh, break down what they're seeing uh, in the way of that Rainbow Six utilizes a CPU, uh, ha- telling you how to enable the FPS limiter yep. and a few other things in there. Uh, if you're a bit of a tech head, it's a good thing to go through and read because uh, it just sort of shows you how Siege works with yep. your computer depending on uh whether you got vsync on vsync off all that i wish they'd talk about the division and its cpu usage because that's what's cost me to buy a second computer <laughs> god <laughs> it was running at 55 to 60 to 70 percent just sitting there idly doing nothing i was like a division oh, is a very cpu intensive game yeah so mm-hmm. anyway, we this is what happens, Sage. I, I streamed the division again during. We're going to get into the news about the fact that onslaught onslaught was a global event. This one, yes, yes, that happened, and I tried to stream it, and I had eight frames a second on my um, stream, and I got cranky mm-hmm. um, because I couldn't stream a two and a half year old game, and then I looked at the CPU and went, "That's why I can't stream a two and a half year old game." I was using one PC, <laughs> and I spent some money to buy a second one, and. I can now stream a two and a half year old game, so we're all good now. Um, so, that, was that it for for Rainbow Six? Uh, yeah, that's that's all the news yeah, for Rainbow cool. Six. Uh, we'll, we'll obviously find out more uh, next week because I think that is when season two drops. Yeah, uh, have they uh, said they said um, uh, Four Honors on stage? But did they say anything about Rainbow Six Siege on stage? No, I didn't see anything. Uh, there was was one other thing. Uh, the read uh the map buff for the biker yeah map is currently live on the technical test server uh so you could go in and see all the changes that they've got there okay. pretty much it's just uh they've gotten rid of some of the trap doors moved some of them around uh and put in a few new areas for you to gain entrance to the building so you got a different map flow than what you did previously okay sweet and it does look pretty cool um so as for ghost recon wildlands there's no news at all at the moment they're very quiet at the moment uh i did however hear today yes. that the game playstation plus games for um next month so june the ps3 game is going to be ghost recon future Sh- future soldier i got that out oh, uh, really? advance it's future yeah i'm pretty sure that's the one it is uh, i quickly heard it i meant i meant to look it up but um so check that out if you've still got a ps3 and you got playstation plus that's a good game. It's actually a very good game. Um, so the division. The only news we had is the fact that they are doing a. They are finally going to do a state of the game, one hundred. There's not going to be ninety nine point three, ninety nine point eight, ninety nine point seven like Kingdom Hearts two point whatever. Um, they are going to do number one hundred. Are we getting cake, Sage? Do you know? Do you have the inside scoop? Are we getting what? Cake. <laughs> cake. Hamish promised cake. Uh... I hope they do something special on stream for this. It, judging by the uh, the revamp of the studio that they're doing, that Hamish has been doing. Oh, yes. Uh, I can't wait to see the reveal. It's going to be I beautiful. know. It's gonna be, it just happened to be the month before E3 that they decided to do this so that they didn't have to talk mm. about it 
the lead up to E3. Um, very, very inconvenient. Um, but yeah, no, very excited about 100. Um, it's going to have some good stuff in it, even though clearly not talking about the Division 2. Um, how did you find Onslaught, the global event that we just went through, Sage? I personally really enjoyed it. Uh, the main reason for that being every every global event that we've played up to this point has been build a build around the event yep. to be successful. And uh, with this event, that was not necessary at all. I, I built a Hexo build nice. uh, and enjoyed the heck out of it. It was great. And uh, and got my 450,000 uh, skill power tactician build out nice. and was just laying waste. <laughs> it, it's a you don't have to build around this now of course you could go for your your lone star build and uh uh so you don't have to worry about the reload and to me that's just it's a very small perk considering uh, you can really run whatever yeah. you want and just have a lot of fun doing that's it. it i had a lot of fun um i got three more pieces of classified out of it or four more pieces of classified out of it so i actually got a semi-classified build i got the house i finally got the house and I sat there with Boris, who's just joined us in chat. Welcome, Boris. Uh, he sat there and walked me through how to make the house perfect. Uh, we got the we got all the, the skills we wanted on it. And I then got the lightweight M4 was on sale. So I built that about 15 to 20 times before we got the right one. And um, Boris sorted that one out for me. Um, we, did, we did build 101 for about 50, 60 minutes after I should have gone to bed, which was really, really good. So uh, <laughs> I've got a build that's actually can kill stuff now and i got a little bit cocky then the next night and i was out in front with my attack build uh, or my skill power build and um shouldn't have probably been that far up front but i was having so much fun with the house and um <laughs> just getting up close and just taking them down i can't remember the other gun i was yeah, it was the lightweight so um did that and then i think it's two-piece predator two-piece tack i've got the ninja backpack and um something else hunter's faith might have been the last one but um yeah it was good fun to finally have a six sort of piece build that was sort of pretty good and like you said it was um different you could you could stack up the um the different perks in a group of um group of four pretty easily and you could bring down enemies pretty quick too um nice i did get a mask as well finally i've played the division long enough in a global event to get a mask and that was good fun nice um, I was a little bit disappointed then I got frustrated with my computer and didn't play it for the rest of the week but that's okay we will move on from my saltiness and we will we'll... um, <laughs> I can also confirm that it is Future Soldier that's coming to the PS3 there you go if you've got a PS3 in the, um, the free games but it does say on this article that it's for North America and Europe so we are part of the Europe maybe Australia we are part of Europe oh yeah. we are we are Europe yeah so there yeah, you go Australia is just like just south of Europe a little bit it's all good just there <laughs> well we are in our own region so you know <laughs> um so we've got some questions on the division um i've got to put these in the we've got some in our actual usm our ultra mega discord podcast if you want to join that everyone please do hit me up for a link i'll put it in the show notes if that's a thing um we've got stevie jar asking a big long-winded question about um the division two uh and would you prefer medium difficult content that you can plow through and always be doing something different or would you rather raid type encounters where you need to grind for weeks and months before you can take on a boss 
Um, that's the first part of his question. Does that any answer for that, Sage? Why can't there be both? That's exactly what we thought when we read well, it quite too. All the so, stuff. <laughs> that's yeah, it you're, you're getting truly, really good at that josh i am be truly successful there needs to be aspects of both of that uh if there's yep. just one or the other it's no it's not going to work no no definitely you need the stuff to be to, to as he said in his question to um build up for grind for weeks or months to get to that take down that boss you need that medium difficulty content to get there so yeah um the other part of his question was, will Division 2 suffer from a lack of content uh, that many other games have had to deal with? I think he's mainly speaking about the Division 2 when it rebranded to number 2. Do you think that'll happen with Division 2 at all, Sage? Um, I've, honestly, I'm going to say it's going to happen the same way it happens to all games upon initial release. You know, There's that stint that you go through before the first uh, DLC starts running through, and um, you know we're consuming... <clears throat> we're consuming uh, content faster than we ever have so uh, you know are there going to be some slumps in there absolutely but i don't think it's going to be anything out of the industry standard um yep. and uh from from what i feel as far as division two is concerned i i think they're they're putting a lot in there for us to do uh, so much so that we were going to have shields next yeah. week to grind out stuff mm. for or not next week but next month to grind out for division two so i, th I think it's just a it's just a hint that we're going to have plenty to do. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that, actually. Uh, what do you think Shields will end up being? Have you got any thoughts on that? I can say what I hope it will be. Uh, it'll yep. that it'll be more than just that. You know, when you, you start off in a game and if you get the deluxe version, they allow you to uh, use some <laughs> of their credits to get one of their weapons or something to start off with. And it gives yep. you a slight edge. But then what do you do with it eventually? You trash it. Throw it away yeah. straight away. I don't want that. Because uh, Shields no. has a, a lot of potential, in my mind, to be something that truly affects your, your gameplay, your style, something that you're either proud to wear or proud to use, something that levels with you, something that will always be in your gear bag, um, yep. or something that you always show off that you're really proud of, uh, depending on how hard you work on Shields. So that's what I hope that it is, and it's not one of those introductory do you uh, think weapons. they'll make Remy a happy, happy, happy man and actually make it a physical shield with a actual thing on the front? Like Remy, Remy can put his face on the front of the shield and like it can be a little one or it can be a big one. If it were shield skins, I know I would be really <laughs> happy. I think Remy would be over the moon. Yep, I think <laughs> he would great. be too. Um, oh, so, so much exciting stuff to find out. I've completely forgotten about shields. So exciting. Um, so we have a question from Boris. Um, I'm not going to be answer answer this because I don't know actors' names, but he wants us to play devil's advocate and cast the division movie besides Jake. Um, is there anyone that you can think of that you would put in a certain role in the movie? Uh, and he said we're allowed to use Aussie actors and actresses if we have to, Josh. So we're, we're good there. Um, I don't know a lot of actors and actresses. Well, who would you put in? By name. <laughs> honestly there's a lot of people in there that i don't know because i've not actually seen them yet in the game yep um so it, it's it's a hard one for me to sort of pick things out um i was just having to think yeah i, I honestly don't go back know. to die hard 4 and it's tim oliphant is it was he the the bad guy timmy Tim, was Tim the guy who was played Hitman uh, as well, and if you, yeah, yeah, uh, he might. Is that his name? Be. But that's who I want as someone. That, that is, is his name. Okay. 
I was right thinking there. someone yeah. like he played in Division Four, like a super techie, cranky, kill everyone person as as the baddie in the movie, as Keener or something like that. Oh, there you go. He was in Die Hard 4.0. Oh, look at go. that. I just said I wasn't going to um, have knowledge, and I went straight in and cracked <laughs> it on the head. Um, uh, yeah, I, I could probably see him playing Keener from what I know of Keener. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's 100% names in there that I, I don't recognize. Like, I know Faye, yep. obviously, because like, you, you meet Faye. She's the, the very famous beginning. helicopter crash that we uh, always talk know about. Of... Sage, have you got a theory on that? Yes. Why does every Ubisoft game have to have a helicopter <laughs> crash at some stage in it? Because they've just unveiled Far Cry 5's new DLC, and it starts the, the trailer with a helicopter crash. I, I don't have a theory on it at this point. I just accept it. it that's, that is a signature <laughs> of Ubisoft games. <laughs> Because this is what we think. They go to the green light meeting for a game, and the, and the first question is, "Does it have a helicopter crash in it?" And they go, "Yes or no." No. Okay, out of the room. Out. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just it's a it's an inside joke that's stuck, and now it's a very outside. Well, my theory, joke. my working theory is: remember that game called Tom Clancy Hawks? It was about helicopters. No. It's about helicopters. It was bad, really bad, and I think that's what they keep on paying homage to: how bad that helicopter they do helicopter games and they just keep crashing them and crashing them and crashing them. so that's my theory anyway uh have you got any actors or actresses you want to see in certain roles in the division movie uh i would love to see sir patrick stewart as the bad guy uh, a bad guy not necessarily keener but uh sir patrick stewart would be absolutely amazing he could bring that that theatrical uh uh, evil that you would be so good Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, actually, he's a very good bad guy that, for a really good guy. Perfect. Just put him yeah, in there. Somewhere. I don't care what role he plays. <laughs> he was he was the poop emoji in, in yep. a movie. Like uh, he doesn't care either. Like he'll do anything. He has a fun. That's true. That's gold. <laughs> it's a there. There is one actress that I've got in my head for to play. Uh, well, that's Faye, funny. but I just I cannot remember what her name is, and she's. She's just one of those sorts of actresses that you see pop up every so often in a movie, in a, in something. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know who that is. That helps us out a lot, Josh. It's kind yeah, of like great. That's good podcasting. Yeah, yeah cool. Um, it does. So... It does. I just thought I'd put that out there. <laughs> um, I've been trying so to Boris Google got, it. I can't um, find her anywhere. You don't have to. Oh, okay. So we didn't have to fill everyone. I just wanted to give an idea. So we got last wave also in our in our podcast channel. Has just put a question in about five minutes ago. So. Um, Last wave here. I love, I love how he starts it. It's great. Um, will there be last wave agents in the division two? Will he be famous? Is what he's asking. Hey, at this point, the sky is the limit. I would love to see them. I don't know if you can ever, in any shape or form, add in some more variety with uh, with either factions or different types of agents. Yep. Do you think we'll still stay as second wave agents? Like, are we going to be the, the same, or, or are they going to let us start new and be a, a different character altogether, or force us to start afresh? It would be great if they create the option, um, and not yep. the Destiny Two kind of option. I don't, <laughs> I don't think how that worked out was really good because I was very attached no. to my character, and then I'm like, oh, so there's really no point in this. Uh, but yep. two different beginnings depending on what you choose would be great and uh, and differences in the storyline that would give you uh, a greater opportunity for replayability as well yeah and even then the npcs can talk to you about oh agent you remember you in the second wave back and or if you're a new character they talk to you differently as well which they do do in the 
Destiny game as well, depending on whether you were a Destiny 1 player to a Destiny 2 player. They actually address you differently slightly. But yeah. um, so the other question uh, from Last Wave is, will Sage get a new chair if the color scheme changes for the Division 2 from Orange? <laughs> that's a great question uh you know what yeah you probably will? okay you heard it here I first probably would. orange is my favorite color though but yeah i mean if i had the opportunity to division it up i probably would there you go you heard it here. like okay so um i just realized we didn't even promote the fact that we wanted questions in the beers and bullets discord but i just checked we have got one um so That's thank good. you dead socket said sock i'm gonna get his name wrong every time i say it from now on dead sock puppet yes because i keep on going for the puppet first I'm, i apologize i'm screwing up so bad he's just gone back through our, our back catalog so pity sorry sorry for that i really am um <laughs> uh so i haven't even read this question so let's go straight into it i'm going to ask this for all the podcasts because i'm curious to hear everyone's thoughts where did the cleaners get the gear in the division? LMB have their gear because they're PMC. Rikers are riders, uh, and riders uh, use whatever they can find. But where did sanitation workers get flamethrowers? Um, Elon Musk is a cleaner, maybe? I don't know. What's your thoughts on it, Sage? Where did they get flamethrowers from? Uh my thought is, is the uh, Joe Farrow is a very resourceful individual. It's not difficult to make homemade flamethrowers or homemade napalm. Um, and uh, you look at the Rikers, the Rikers were, were raiding uh, law enforcement um, buildings and getting the gear and their guns. And, you know, so uh, it's, it's not far fetched to say that. The cleaners are more than likely using firemen's outfits, so they they went to some some firemen, you know, well, some firehouses to get some of their outfit. And then there's there's Home Depots and hardware stores all the way, you know, all around New York. They are can... sanitation workers, so they got hands on chemicals. As you mentioned, they've, yeah. they've got firefighter gear, and Dragon's Nest is a big fire truck, isn't it? Because I've never actually finished it. But um, mm -hmm. so there's that relation. So you mix fire and chemicals and you've got things blowing up and, and on fire. Uh, my favorite people for that reason. Um, so, yeah, that's probably where it comes from. What do you reckon, Josh? Any any out of left field theories? They know Elon Musk. Uh, they got that. Well, I said that. They've got that Don't link. Steal my joke. No, no. <laughs> screw you. It's stolen. Uh, no, I've 100% got no idea. Uh, obviously, yeah, being sanitation workers, they know chemicals and all that sort of stuff. So it's not hard to build a flamethrower. <laughs> yep. Sorry. McDad's convinced me now to run Dragon's Nest. That's not going to happen. So um, <laughs> he made me run Falcon Lost the other night, and that brought back PSD from... Yeah, no, I don't like that. But yeah, Dragon's Nest... It was. It's got the remote control cars at the start, doesn't it? So we got up to the four horsemen, and that was as far as we ever went because that was when our builds were terrible, and that's where I dropped off. So bad, bad feelings. Um, and last way is confused by our Elon Musk references. Uh, he actually put flamethrowers on the market. You can buy them. Last wave. That is a real thing. 
They're only they're only five thousand dollars, and I think there might have been a limited run. Yes, they were very limited run, and it was because he lost a bet. I think it was he lost a bet, and the, the bet was if he lost that he was going to make flamethrowers and sell them. And yeah, he lost a bet, so he had to make flamethrowers and sell them. Um, so yeah, he's a crazy, crazy man, and he could be the baddie for the next one. Maybe that's what it was all along. That's it. We've, we've stumbled across it. Dead pup. Uh, dead sock. Dead. No, oh my. God. Dead sock puppet. <laughs> That's it. Oh, it's terrible. Um, you can see I've had no sleep for the last week. I'm doing 4.30 starts at the morning at the moment, and it's um, yeah, not, not doing well. Um, so that's all our questions. Uh, unless, Josh, you can find some anywhere, anywhere from anyone. No? Um, no, I think you've pretty much covered them off. Nailed I, it. Yeah, I was going to... Ch- gonna chuck those in there's a... i've just been sitting here trying to google that actress uh cannot <laughs> cannot find her i got the, i got the face in in my head and i know what she looks like but i just cannot find her oh. but she i believe she's an australian asian who has gone over to uh hollywood, hollywood and is that's where all the australian good. actors and actresses go because that's the only place they can get work besides home and away in neighbors it's because it... <laughs> exactly if you work in australia you're either on neighbors or you're <laughs> On home you know that away. thing's still going. It's one of the two. That's like thirty-five years. Sorry, Sage. We're, we've got yeah. these. These are jokes you probably won't understand. <laughs> no, it's 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 fascinating. Please, no. Come on. <laughs> I just love See, hearing you guys talk. By I, the way, I can remember I the fact. Okay, okay, so I'm twenty years out of school this October. I think it was year eight or year nine. They showed us an episode of Neighbors that was all about someone having drugs and that was how they were teaching us and dealing with anyone that wanted to know about drugs. So that's 23 years ago and it had been going for at least five or seven, maybe even 10 years at that stage. Mm. That's too long. It's like (laughs) That's a lot. (laughs) The the thing is about Neighbours and Home and Away is they've been on for so long so they get to reuse those old storylines just with new actors. It's great. But... It, like uh, the inside joke, Sage, is every single Hollywood actor or actress has appeared on one of those two shows. You can you can trace it back. So even yep. Thor himself was on Home and Away. Chris Hemsworth, um, he came he up through Home and Away. Um, Margot Robbie not... was from uh, Neighbors. Neighbors, yes. Um, Isla Fisher was Home and Away. That's the one I was trying to think of. Isla Fisher was Home and Away. <laughs> There's just every one of them. You can go. I know that guy from somewhere. Oh, hold on. I saw them 15 years ago oh, on a show away. that was terrible. <laughs> Um, and it's yeah. Anyway, it's not gotten any better. <laughs> I can't. At work. least Alf. At least Alf is still part of Home and Away. <laughs> yes, there's a guy who's been on the show for at least 35 years. Oh, um, he's been there from the beginning. Yeah, so whatever. They have, uh, anyway, look, we've just done the first official Home and Away <laughs> slash Neighbors podcast. I uh, hope you all enjoy this. Um, <laughs> yes, Kylie Minogue was actually from Neighbors as well. So that's how far back. It oh, goes. she was too. Um, Delta Goodrum uh, was also Neighbors. Yes, she was. Oh my god <laughs> oh. anyway so we're moving on thank you so much sage uh for joining us tonight you've are you going to go stream your morning coffee or what what's the name of the stream you do in the morning my brain is working good morning good coffee morning That's show it. are you going to be doing that now or are you going back to sleep no probably uh it, it, i'm spending time with the wife uh the next couple of days so uh, i took a couple of days off of stream just so i could spend it ah, with her nice now mcdad's having unconfirmed yeah. reports that russell crowe was on home and away i don't think that was true i don't think he killed anyone on that 
No, I don't think it was. I think McDad's just making stuff up now. Um, but yes, thank you so much, Sage. Oh, wait. Where can... Um... No, he, he was. He was? The pleasure was all mine, yeah, he gentlemen. Was. Thank you so much for having... No, no, sorry for interrupting <laughs> you. Then. Thank you, Sage. You can now go into the outro part. Josh does this a lot. <laughs> I, thank you very much for having me on. It was a pleasure. I really, really had a great no time. No problems at all. No, you've made us look very good. I'm very, very pleased by that. Uh, if people want to join you, um, where can they find your content? So is your Twitter best or you, they, you've got Discords, Bombshell? No, Bombshell Jackets is basically in beers and bullets. I keep on getting that wrong. Bullets and beers. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. You can uh, you can find links to all of my content uh, on Twitter. That is where I main my social media. So. Yeah, you can get to everything from there. Orangiero Sage. That's it. And it's below him on Twitch stream. If you want to go watch the yeah. VOD, it's been great. You can see the beautiful face as well. Um, we're going to see you like absolutely jump for joy next week in the background on Ubisoft. I'm going to be looking out for you. You and Uber Timmy. I, I just, I know you're both so excited. And because he's come from nothing. Um, he's, he's sort of, he's, he, he, honestly, he's feeling the same boat as you. He doesn't know why he's going. He doesn't know what he's done to deserve going, and he's so excited. So, um, you two will both be jumping in the background, going, "Yeah, yeah." Was, you look, <laughs> look for me. I'm going to ham it up somewhere. Oh, we'll make we'll sure be. I'm seen. Don't worry, we will be. <laughs> so be good. Um, Josh, while we've while we've got you talking, uh, where can people find yourself? Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Mr. Buttersocks. Hit me up there, and I'll give you the 48 different other ways that you can play games with me. He's not joking, Sage. Seriously, he's got 48 <laughs> different usernames across 48 different accounts. Wow. Yeah. That's, good, it good is branding. a bit of a... <laughs> that, it is a bit a blown out. I, I literally don't have the same <laughs> the same name on anything no, except for uh, my, my Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. And how did that happen? Help. I got him drunk at PAX Australia last year and forced him to do it. <laughs> so otherwise he was something yeah. completely different. Anyway, um... I'm Wilco's Chill Zone. You can find me at Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places. Uh, usually chilling and relaxing, playing games and not getting angry. Um, I promise you I won't. Uh, now I've got this set up, I shouldn't. So uh, definitely check out my Twitch. I've got some YouTube stuff coming because I've got some new artwork, some new intros, some new outros and some new stuff. I'm going to hopefully do some Division 2 videos. I do promise you that every week. I've got script written out. I just have to sit down and do it. Uh, hopefully that'll happen very soon. You can find all of our content at ultrasupermega.com.au. Um not Ninja Pancake. Don't go there because that's got really good podcasts. You don't want to go them. You go to us, ultrasupermega.com.au. Um, it's got all our other podcasts. So Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast is on you're listening to. You've also got Super Hype Train and you have the Megacast all starring myself, unfortunately, and mostly Josh. So check them out. Um, Yay. <laughs> and yeah, join us on Discord, all that kind of stuff. But hit us up on Twitter if you need to know. I think Locked On uh, TC uh, is our Twitter and we are done for the night we will be back in two weeks time we will be talking obviously about the division two in full uh because we will have everything known yes. about that we don't have a guest lined up at this stage but mcdad will sort that out for us thank you so much mcdad um but till then <laughs> sage honestly have such a such a good time next week man um i'm so excited for you and thank you we'll, very much we'll get you back on in oh, the future yeah. and hopefully your two little partners in crime at some stage uh put a good word in for me please and um we'll try and work out a time Absolutely. zone that suits and uh we'll get you all on but uh love you all and we will see you in a couple weeks time so have a good one guys bye see you
Time to pack it up. My work is done.